This is the Poppin' Kernels Podcast with Kylie Ostendorf and Megan Williams. So grab some salt and pepper and settle in for Poppin' Kernels. I'm Kylie. And I'm Megan. This is the first time we've had a girl in the studio with us. I'm excited to be here with you ladies. Jessica Cootie with the Husker Sports Network. So what are you up to in Lincoln? Oh man, it's kind of been crazy. I started June 6th and I just, you know, I was thinking I pulled up downtown and I was like, I haven't eaten there. I wonder if that's good. I'm like, I should be better about trying some of these new spots, but you know, I don't have time. I'm just so busy. I'm running around trying to kind of get my bearings still a little bit, even though we're halfway through the football season. But um, I'm I'm a big Jimmy John's person, so I just you know can pull up and it's fast and quick mm-hmm. and easy. But um, yeah, it's it's been fun. It's been awesome. I love the atmosphere. I, you know, the fans have been great. It, this team has been really fun to cover. This football team, and then of course, kind of getting acclimated with all the other sports as well so it's it's been awesome what's your involvement with the other sports so uh, I mean I'm doing features and um pretty much when I can that that's kind of where a lot of my background is is I always say Tom Rinaldi's my hero I I like um this sounds really bad but I I like to make people cry you know Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a a big goal of mine my day is made if people cry but no just more so feeling something and, and kind of seeing the different sides of student athletes you know it's easy to cheer for them on the field but what are they kind of battling through when they go off of it so currently I'm working on one on Omar Manning and also Kinsey Knuckles both of them have have um, mental health issues so it's mental health uh, awareness week this week and so Kinsey's story is absolutely unbelievable I mean I interviewed her for 50 minutes and I think it's the longest interview I've ever done And the most powerful, hands down. She's got so many layers to her story. So I'm really, really excited for um, Husker Nation to be able to to hear that and hear that story. Um, That one's going to be a little bit. It's it's going to take some time to put that one together because it is it is just such an incredible story. But so yeah, I mean, I'll be doing feature stories like that. Um, And then obviously with Sports Nightly, we talk about a lot of those sports every Mm -hmm. single night. So kind of staying all in on that. And um, what called with a uh, Maddie Burkhart the other night other day we called the the softball stream they played on a Sunday so we, we were putting those fall games on uh, Facebook live and Twitter live and all that so we call that game and so kind of wherever they need me they just yeah. plug me in and I do it but podcast as well um Jeremiah and I started Jeremiah Searles and I have a sideline scoop with Searles and we're going to tape that inside the bus the Bussin' with the Boys bus uh, yes. it's coming up this weekend. So um, kind of anything and everything, wherever they need me, I'm, I'm just here to help, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's so exciting. Did you do the same type of stuff in Oklahoma? So at Oklahoma, they started a, a TV network. Um, it was about the time that, you know, right after the Longhorn Network launched and TV networks were a big deal and Oklahoma wanted to kind of have their own thing. Of course, there's not a Big 12 network. Um, which I think is a big part of why uh, Oklahoma and Texas bolted, um, but that's neither here nor there. So Oklahoma kind of started their own kind of thing, and so I was brought on as a part of that. So it's more kind of TV-focused, but, yeah, I did a lot of – I did features every single week, sometimes more than one a week, Um, and I produce and edit all of my own features for the most part, and then I would host TV shows, uh, you know, did sideline reporting and play-by-play, but it was more – TV and then you know transitioned here to doing radio and 
Well, you know, I, I never used a prompter. It's still, it's just even with TV because it's so constrictive of time and you have these things, these, if you're doing a show, you got to get it into a 30 minute window. You got commercial breaks and it's so scripted with video and, and all that. So it's mm-hmm. still, even though it's not necessarily scripted, it's scripted. And so you never know. Like last night, I had no idea on Sports Nightly, we were going to talk the entire show about people goalposts coming down you know I mean we were talking because you know someone called in and was like hey if if Nebraska wins let's rush the field and take down the goalposts and so then we got into this discussion (laughs) about goalposts when is it appropriate yeah Yeah. so like you know it was you never know what what you're going to get into with radio and and podcast stuff where it's going to take you and so and it, it allows you to kind of show more of your personality, and it's not mm-hmm. so confined and constricted. And so it's it's been a lot of fun. It was definitely an adjustment. I was like, oh, I can do it. I've done you know ad lib stuff before, but it, but it is it's so different. It's more conversational. You can you know have an opinion. You can is and and that's a lot of thing uh, at OU. I wasn't really necessarily. No, I wouldn't want to say allow, but I didn't have, you know, feel like I could give opinions a lot. And mm-hmm. so I think that's kind of where it's all kind of shifted. But um, it's been fun. And Greg Sharp's been awesome to me and been great kind of getting me settled in and acclimate, acclimated. So it's it's been a lot of fun. You're really like the first girl over there and we are the first girl podcast. So just seeing you get that role and just take over it has been a lot of fun. And what do you have to say to females trying to get into the sports world in Lincoln? Yeah, it's um, it's kind of crazy because, you know, I, at Oklahoma um, during the COVID year, I became the first woman to call play-by-play for men's basketball. And I was just kind of kind of caught up in, you know, getting that opportunity. And I, I grew up playing basketball. I know the sport. And, and basketball is basketball. So I wasn't necessarily nervous about calling it. But then it was – it kind of got made into a huge thing, you know, and, and you know, you, you follow some of these other women that have, you know, been trailblazers on a much, much larger scale than me. And, and a lot of them, it's kind of the same message that hopefully at some point we stop hearing that, that mm-hmm. it's we're the first woman, we're right. the first woman's podcast, we're the first, you know, so it's at some point, hopefully we're getting there. And and I do think a lot of strides, strides have been made, you know, in the last 10 years or so I always tell the story when I was growing up you know the most place you saw women were just on the sidelines you didn't see them hosting shows you didn't see them you know getting to do you know be a co-host on a two-hour radio show all these kinds of things just wasn't necessarily as normal now it's kind of becoming more normal and even still we still have a long ways to go but hopefully at some point we get to that point where we kind of stop saying that but The one thing I've I've really found here, you know, compared to where, you know, some of the other places I've been, there's a lot of women that are just very, very passionate about sports and love their Huskers. And so, you know, it's not like it's this is a male dominated fan base. I just Mm -hmm. I I don't believe that. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of what's been awesome. And and I think is important for you guys to have your podcast because there are women. So, you know, to have the similar voice of of what you sound like to, to be able to listen to women that love and no sports and so I think it's it's awesome and you know you can do anything for women that are coming up and coming through I mean you can do anything you want I mean I I didn't know where my ceiling was and where this journey was going to take me when I kind of started but I just I think it's awesome that these doors have been opened and they continue to be open for women and I don't think there's any closed door I mean look at the women being 
called to get to be the NBA play-by-play. You know, mm-hmm. we've seen two of those now. And so, you know, I, I just think the doors are continuing to be open. There's so many doors open. And so if there's something you want to do, go do it. And don't, I mean, I think the avenue is absolutely there. We love that. Yeah, definitely. So being at Oklahoma, what do you feel like is something Nebraska does better? I think the fan base and the passion is better. I mean, I was at the game, the Northwestern game, and – um, I was down there and I don't even, it was, I don't even know what the play was, but it was so loud. And I was like, God, this is like, this is as loud as I've ever heard Oklahoma. And they, everyone was telling me, oh, just wait, like, this is not even close. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I pull up, I was overwhelmed. I pull up for the red and white scrimmage for volleyball and it's like a parking lot and then I go in there and it's I mean <laughs> insane and I'm telling you there was not a crowd like that for a men's basketball game at OU I mm-hmm. mean they would be lucky to have a in I I'm I guess maybe when Kansas played in the Lloyd Noble Center yep. mm-hmm. but half the crowd was Kansas fans right. because they travel like crazy so it's like you know the atmosphere for a volleyball game like uh, the Oklahoma they would kill to have at a men's basketball game. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and I was pulling up the other day for the opening night and I was texting Alex Wood, who works at the big, uh, on the big screen. And um, he worked at Oklahoma. We worked together at Oklahoma. Uh And I texted him, how's the crowd? He was like, it's all right. It's pretty, pretty good. Not great. (laughs) Pretty good. And I walk in there. I was like, oh my gosh, like this would, again, would be double the size of probably a non-conference yeah. game for, for not o- a Oklahoma. game and but i'm telling it... you like the even so trey young played at oklahoma uh-huh. his games didn't sell out there were even big 12 games didn't sell out when he was there when oklahoma went to the final four they didn't sell out every game so that's what's kind of so impressive to me and it's not just about football i mean oklahoma is passionate about football and they yeah. love football and they are diehard about football but a lot of times it doesn't necessarily translate. Softball fans, they're they're very passionate about their softball, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it doesn't necessarily translate to some of those other sports, even when they're good. And right. here, they're all in no matter what. We're kind of spoiled. I, I like just hearing that mm-hmm. makes me feel like, oh, oh yeah, it's it's not like that everywhere, you and, know. And it's absolutely huge when you, in terms of recruiting. Like I guarantee you, a lot of those recruits that were on the sideline last Saturday were move Nebraska to the top of their list because it, it just is not everywhere. And, you know, I traveled all over the Big 12, and there's not an atmosphere like what I just, you know, what I've experienced here in, in Lincoln. So, yeah, it is it is second to none, and I think it's only going to get better as this team continues to kind of put things together and um, continues to play well. This weekend, I'm excited for you to experience it, especially with Bustin' with the boys coming here and just everything that they're doing. It's going to be so loud. I was at the game as well, and I felt like the whole time with the play on the field and the atmosphere, like it was an out-of-body experience. Like I was just like, what is happening? We're throwing bombs. We're scoring touchdowns. We're like, kick 84-yard punts. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> I told her, like, the people that I brought left me, so I was sitting there by myself, and I was just like, this is crazy. And then the third quarter, between the third and fourth quarter, when they did the lights out, I knew in the first quarter they were going to do something because that's the song that they play, and I personally hate it. Uh, (laughs) I don't want it to ever be played at Memorial Stadium again, but I'm not a Nebraskan. Um, I know some people are 
connected to it because of Nebraska. So I knew they were doing something different in the fourth quarter, and I was just like, what's going to happen? And then when that happened, and at that point, we were ahead by, what, 48 points? Like, this weekend, if we're going into the fourth quarter and we have a lead or it's a close game, I'm getting the chills just talking about it because... Yeah, I mean, the, I knew it was coming, and I had seen a run-through of it on a phone with nobody in there, but just kind of the, the lights kind of uh, synced up to the, the music. And I was like, I was in the office watching, um, you know, the games, and I was like, I'm coming back down for this. So I knew it was going to be incredible. But I don't know if a lot of people knew what to expect, and, and especially, like, standing on the sidelines, it was like they, you know, you just got this generic highlight video, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it's like the lights go out, and people there was like a, <gasps> yeah. and, and people were right. like, what's going on? And then I think it took a minute to register, and then it was like, you know, and, and we had, you know, chatters and texters and callers into Sports Nightly this week that were like, didn't really know, like, I was kind of shocked and didn't know what was going on. But I think now that people know what's coming, yeah. I can only imagine. And it's been talked about all week. I can only imagine if, you know, it's a close game, Nebraska or Nebraska has a lead, whatever it might be, going into it. Now that people know what's coming, it is going to be lit. Yeah. I, the whole weekend is going to be lit, so I'm so confident in this team. I think this is the first we're going to win this game. I really, truly think we're going to win this game just because they're going to be fired up. Everything that they're doing through the athletic department, just helping the atmosphere, the game day atmosphere, that helps too. And when the boys get off the team bus, you know, they're going to be so fired up. And I love that new unity walk that they've done. Yeah, and I I think too what's, you know, been impressive to me is how they've kind of handled each week moving forward. Like they haven't been too – they've closed a chapter, right? So, you know – Oklahoma heartbreaker felt like they should have won that game, but they stayed locked in at Michigan State. And, you know, Trev Albert said it on, you know, when he came on Sports Nightly about he had not seen Nebraska dominate a football game like how the Huskers did in the second half against Michigan State. They Nebraska has not been that dominant in quite some time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you kind of started to – and they prepared so well that week. And so then, you know, again, you last week you feel like they kind of put it all together. Now, again, Northwestern – you know, Jeremiah said it today, probably not going to win another game. But that's still not easy to do against any team, you know, to, to put together a performance like that, all three phases. And so um, I think they feel like they've, they've, you know, got some things worked out and started kind of clicking on all cylinders. But they're not they're not caught up on Northwestern and what they did against Northwestern. They're just mm-hmm. quickly changing, you know, the, the chapter and moving on to next week. And I think that shows a, a mature football team and, and – you know, again, a lot of guys that maybe they haven't necessarily won a lot of these games in the past, but they have played a lot of football and they kind of now understand what it takes to win these games. So I think their approach, you know, especially this week, has what's been really impressive to me. Yeah, just kind of having a short memory and yeah. saying, we're done, you know, move on from that, whether we won or lost. Yeah. We're done, we're focused. And, and there hasn't been any letdown, you know. Right. And I think there was a lot of people concerned, oh, well, how is there going to be a hangover coming off the, the loss at Oklahoma? Is there going to be yep. a hangover? And there wasn't, especially with the black shirts and, you know, this this uh, the Nebraska defense. I mean, they're just – I don't even think they're close to their peak yet. That's what's mm-hmm. kind of scary. And um, – you know, there, there's a lot of guys too. Regardless of, and and I've been saying this every week before. You know, the offense really got clicking last week. Regardless of, you know, what the outcome of 
a game is, there's a lot of guys on that want to play on Sundays. And mm-hmm. I have a couple of scout friends that, you know, talk about just the importance of putting together multiple f- games on film that show that you can do it on a consistent basis. And so, you know, it is about the team and that's first yep. and foremost. But when you think about your future as well, you can't have a letdown. So mm-hmm. I just, I think there's too many guys that have aspirations, especially on the black shirts that, Hey, we, we can't have a letdown, um, you know, first and foremost for the team. And, and I think they're embracing kind of that and, they love seeing the offense get going, but I think they love kind of embracing that. Hey, we can we can go out and dominate football games, and we can you know give our team a, a really good shot to win, and kind of like having it on them. But I also think too that individually, okay, I've got to I, I want to continue to set myself up for the future. So you said what Nebraska does better than Oklahoma? What's something Oklahoma does better than Nebraska? Oh man, um, that's hard. Uh, let me think. I mean, I guess uh, a lot of people that went to the game probably would say the alcohol sales, right? (laughs) We have have a different answer. Well, Kylie definitely has a different answer, something that she noticed there. Oh, yeah. The fashion, the girls, the student body, those girls brought it, and they looked so cute. The outfits, they had dresses on, they had boots, they had, like, a little southernish. Yeah, there's a lot of... um, cute little boutiques in Norman that are pretty close to, you know, to campus corner. Uh-huh. I have a, I had a clothing deal with one of them blush. Uh, Megan who owns it is a friend of mine and she gets a lot of those cute things in for game day. And what's crazy is crimson is not really um, necessarily easy to find. Uh-huh. You, you either yeah. do wine or red. So yep. she's still getting a lot of red. So yep. I've actually still gotten <laughs> yeah. a couple things from her because right. it is, it's, it's red. It's not, Crimson, and yeah. so, um, yeah, I'm still rocking some of the things I got from her too. They, I mean, she does a great job, and there's a lot of those places around there. That, so that's what I didn't. I mean, I again have not explored around here much, so I don't know if there's a lot. Are there shops around here downtown? There are, but there's definitely not as many. It's yeah. not one of those college towns that kind of has like a strip of cute little boutiques uh-huh. and stuff. There's yeah. a few, but... And we have the farmer's market on Saturdays on I need to, days. I, and that yeah. closes in the so, fall, right? I yes. gotta, this is the last week uh-huh. on Saturday, so I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, darn. Yeah. Well, it couldn't be on a bye week? They couldn't <laughs> right. close it on a bye week? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there is a cute boutique, Three Daughters Boutique downtown. I get a lot of stuff from there, but ever since I was an undergrad, like, I came here in 2008, and I'm like, they need more shopping, yeah. like, cuter Husker clothes. I want to start a store. Like, I'm super passionate about fashion, too. So when we went there, I was like, these girls are killing it. They there you go. So you, cute. you should start a, a new little boutique yeah. with um, cute. That, that was one thing about the Tom Osborne line. Lana, with licensing, you know, she – I got a few things in, but I saw a couple of the things as well. They, they did – they – had some more women selection because mm-hmm. it's that's across the board. I feel like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of women selection as far as just like athletic gear yeah. anywhere. You yeah. know, so unless it's like, you want pink and rhinestones, because I'm like, <laughs> why do they do that? Right? Like every they'll be like, oh, and here's our women's section, and it's bubblegum pink with like rhinestone ed, and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like I mean, obviously women care about the fashion. You should probably make some more clothes for women. Right. But yeah, there you go. That's what yeah. that's what you that's need to do. Calling. <laughs> well, I was gonna save this until the end of the show, but since we're talking about fashion, we brought you shirts. Oh uh, yay! This Love is that. Like exclusive. We're never what? selling them. That one. Um, that one is exclusive. That's like wow. The shirt. I love that. So, that's, yeah, thank you. I hope you enjoy it. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. 
Why aren't you selling these? Uh, we are We're selling, selling teas and stuff, okay. but we but just didn't that have one. that. I love that, that. particular one. Wow, yeah. that's so special. Love that. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. So, one thing I wanted to ask you between Scott Frost and Lincoln Riley, are they similar? What's it like covering them, building a relationship with them? It's 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 so different because um I was at Oklahoma for nine seasons, and I was already at Oklahoma when Lincoln Riley was brought in. And so I had already kind of been embedded with Bob Stoops and, um, you know, was kind of already had the trust before Lincoln was the head coach. And yeah. so he was the offensive coordinator. And I I did quite a bit of recruiting things there um, for them behind the scenes and, and making videos and, and whatnot. And so – before they had brought on their own video person, I had done a, a couple of videos for Coach Riley um, recruiting-wise. So I kind of had already gotten in and had the mm-hmm. trust. And so, you know, I could go out to practice anytime I wanted. And, you know, it's just – it's not – it's going to take time to build that here. So I still am kind of building those relationships. But everybody's been so nice and welcoming. And, um, yeah, it's just – it's a process, you know, mm-hmm. getting in and, yeah. and kind of establishing and, and knowing that – what I, you know, what I'm going to do. And, and it's also new bringing the radio uh, network in house, mm-hmm. you know, the Huskers radio network in house. So that's kind of different. It's also new. And so um, maybe ask me that in a year and, and I'll okay. have a different answer. But everybody's so nice and kind. It's just so different because I had been there for so long and was there before Coach Riley was there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of opportunities here, though, to try new things since they brought it in house. Yeah. And, and it's been really cool because, you know, when they come on, like tonight, uh, it's Thursday night. Uh, Coach Frost is coming on for the football show and you can just walk right through the stadium because we're in the stadium and, you know, a lot of our athletes and um, coaches that come in the studio are like, oh, this is awesome. I can just, you know, come right down here. It's so Mm -hmm. close. And um, it's also a a neat setup and, you know, cool for these athletes to to be a part of. And so, um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome. And, And I think that's one of the things that at Oklahoma, because I was in-house, I was employed by the athletics department, kind of same here, you know, the athletes knew that they could they could trust me and I was going to look out for their best interests. And, you know, if there was something that was, you know, said that they didn't feel comfortable with or they, you know, I'll, I'll take it out, I'll right. change it. So, you know, I have their backs and, you know, it's you feel like you're a part of the team a little bit. And, and um, so it kind of helps you with that that trust and kind of gaining that, that trust and building those relationships. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I posted today on Twitter and said that we needed some questions from the people. (laughs) From the people. Yeah. So I thought this one was good. It says, we all want Nebraska to turn the corner. You could argue that it happened last week, but at what point will we be able to say confidently that the team has turned the corner? Is it a win this weekend, or do we need to see four or five consecutive mistake-free games? What do you all think? I mean, I I don't think it's just a win this weekend by any means, and – I mean, I don't. I think even if they lost another one this season, it wouldn't necessarily mean that they didn't turn the corner. But I think, yeah, consistently to consistently showing that you've got all three phases going right because there's yep. been times that maybe the offense has struggled at times, uh, you know, special teams. So so putting it all together, look, they're gonna football teams are gonna make mistakes. Right. You know, that's gonna happen. It's there's not gonna be a perfect game played. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think continuing to put those games together, and that's why I think. It was so different coming off those two losses. You started to feel the difference in yeah. this fan base, right? Because I think you can see the changes. I mean, you guys have been oh, you've been watching it. You yeah. can see the changes, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so even though they, they lost, you can see, as Trev was talking about, the domination and, and the, the, the most 
Nebraska football team has been that dominant in quite some time. You can see it. So Mm -hmm. I think you can start to see the, you know, the changes. Now you got to keep putting it together. You can't just, you know, rest your laurels on on, uh, Northwestern. You got to continue to move forward and put another good one together and win a few more here this season. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, I don't think it has to be a win this weekend. I think if they play well on all three facets and – show up like they have the past few weeks, I think that continues to give us some confidence. I'm the opposite, honestly. I think (laughs) if we win this game, we definitely turn the corner. We got to go to the games last year and just following the team and seeing them on the field and how they've grown, how they're stronger, how they're playing, and I think we're so close. A lot of times it seems like the fun has been taken out of it for Scott Frost because I think we have the most passionate fan base, but we also have the most critical fan base. I felt like the pressure has been there. And just seeing in the last two weeks from the head coach, he's changing, he's smiling more, he's having more fun. And I think getting this win at home against a top 10 team, this is why he came here. This is the kind of win that we want, he wants, everyone wants. But I think if we get that, I I think corner turn, I turned hard turn. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't. I just don't think like they, this is just beating the Michigan end-all. is not right. good yeah. enough for this team. Right. Just yeah. getting this ranked win over Michigan that's that doesn't make their season. You know yeah. they they want to keep winning. They want to win out. To be honest, you yeah. know that's yeah. that's kind of the mentality of this football team. And that's what nobody gave them a shot to beat Oklahoma, right? No, mm-hmm. I mean. I could not believe the the amount of people that were taking Oklahoma to cover the 22 points. And, I mean, I just came there. I watched Oklahoma in the, in the spring a lot. And then coming here, I kept telling people, I'm like, I do, that's not – they're right. not 22 <laughs> points better than this right, team. Right. And so, um, anyways, I, nobody gave them much of a chance. And, yeah, I just – but they they believe they were going down there to win that football game. Yeah. Yep. And I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, you kept it close. You did. You know, it was a you had a chance to win. You know, but that's not good enough." And mm-hmm. so I think that's where no, just beating Michigan is the is the tide turned. Is the table or is the table turn? Yeah, in a lot of ways, but that's not it. That's right. not yeah. Right. That's yeah, not good course. enough for yep. this yeah. team. Thoughts on Martinez coming back for a fifth year, and why will Nebraska win a natty in 2022 because of it? <laughs> hey, I hope he comes back, and I think he's – just the way he's carrying himself, and again, I wasn't here last year. I didn't see, you know, behind the scenes, but I do the post-game interviews in the, in the locker room area, and just seeing the way he car- he's carrying himself. I talked to him in the summer, even just the difference between the summer to now. Mm-hmm. You know he's he's a different guy, and I and I think he got a lot of unfair criticism and a lot of blame put on him that wasn't necessarily always his fault. Um, you know, it's a offensive line that's a work in progress. He didn't have the weapons around him. Now look at all the freaking plethora, plethora of weapons yeah. he has, and there a lot of them are young and are, are going to be around as well. But I'm telling you, I mean, I've heard it since I was at Oklahoma. Mobile quarterbacks, athletic quarterbacks that can run. Are a nightmare. You can't prepare for him. I watched Kyler Murray do it. You know, Saturday in and Saturday out. We're still watching Kyler Murray do it on Sundays. Mm-hmm. You just can't prepare for that. Mm-hmm. You don't. A lot of times, teams don't have the kind of quarterback that can actually give you the the look that Adrian Martinez is going to present on Saturdays. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's a nightmare, and he's going to continue to be nightmares for for defenses. And then the confidence that he's playing with. But then, oh by the way, now he can. You know, throw it to a lot of uh, weapons that he's got downfield. So, yep. I mean, I, I think 
him coming back will be absolutely massive for this program. Yeah. Hopefully he will. I, I hope think he, does he will too. too. Adrian, I, if you're listening, come back. Yes. <laughs> he actually hosts his podcast in this room. He does. Oh, cool. We should leave like hidden messages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Five Carve years. it into the. <laughs> <laughs> Are school buses yellow or orange? Yellow. Absolutely yellow. I'd say yellow yeah. too. What's your favorite coffee spot and your favorite place to eat in Lincoln? So we'll give Jessica some ideas. Yes. For okay. these. I don't drink coffee. Obviously, I'm drinking a Red Bull, but I don't like the taste of coffee. Yeah. I love Red Bull, and I kind of. I don't really love coffee either. I feel like it's trendy, so I like will want it, but then I start drinking it, and I'm just except like, Dutch Brothers. Yeah, Dutch Brothers is a different animal. Have you been? No. And they're in Oklahoma, so okay. Yeah, I, I did get on this kick on the TikTok trend where you put the um, protein shake in like a couple oh. shots of espresso uh-huh. or coffee because I don't like the taste of coffee and a lot of times those protein shakes are I don't like the taste of them either uh-huh. but together yeah. I liked it and I don't eat breakfast and so okay. it's kind of like a good way to make myself eat a little bit have a yeah, little bit of something in the morning yeah, yeah. so uh, that I can maybe do but I don't do it every day by any means yeah we love hero we oh yeah we go hero. get sushi mm-hmm. at hero I need I still need to have sushi here yeah. I haven't had hero sushi is by far my favorite well yeah we'll okay. put together yeah. a list because you put together that list the Norman list. Yes. Okay. And yeah. we didn't make it to anything on the list. <laughs> we did. We made it to Campus Corner and That's not much far farther. We That's awesome. Where'd y'all go on Campus Corner? Uh, um, I knew you were going to ask us this, too. And yeah. I was like, the first that, place we went down the street and then, like, into this area. I'm going to show her picture. And they had, like, a cute vibes light because, on the wall. Oh, I yeah, have yeah. no um, idea what this Norm, is called. Na- uh, Nompton Social Club or Norman Social Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Social right. Club, yeah. Yeah. We, we were like, this place is cool, and I had no idea what the name of it was, but... We went to the Alumni Association party the night before, so that was in downtown OKC. Yeah, Fassler Hall. Yeah, yeah. Fassler's fun. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun because it was packed with Husker fans. Yep. Yeah. So. I guess they have um, every week they have mm-hmm. a watch party there. So. Yeah, that's Vassler's what a fun one spot. of the ladies we were talking to was telling us. They moved it there. Well, we can restaurant transition into oh, our yes. next. When we were going down to Norman, we heard you on the Oklahoma radio. <laughs> and they were asking you about Runza. And you have never had one, correct? I have not. And we Is also still heard... true? Still true. I need... I. I feel so bad. I definitely have got to do it. It's just, again, Mm -hmm. I don't, I literally a lot of times go from my apartment to work to my apartment and I have a dog. And so like, I've got to try to get home. He's still, he, we were in a house and Norman and now he's adjusting to apartment, which he's, he's thriving. He's loving it. But it's like, I, I, you know, I've got to take him out consistently. There's not a doggy door and he's got to be on a walk at, you know, three times a day. He's kind of a diva, but, um, so and I so I just kind of a lot of times just grab stuff at home yeah. and then um, but I also too um, don't eat uh, red meat and I know that's so bad to say and but I look my <laughs> it's family like a Nebraska sin I, well my family are are cattle ranchers and mm-hmm. and you know are farmers and so I've trust me I've had I've heard it for my entire <laughs> right. life from my family it's just I mean I've never really been one to eat red meat so I. Also, I'm kind of picky in that way. I'm not picky, mm-hmm. but I just don't eat a lot of meat yep. is the thing. But I can find something pretty much yep. everywhere. 
when you asked me about runza, I have not, I still have not, but I, I promise I will. They have a veggie. They have a they veggie runza. Veggie. So I will have to try it. Yes. So Meg will give you a little preview of what a runza is. Like I said, I'm not from Nebraska. So Kylie calls it a cabbage hot pocket, which <laughs> is not far from the truth. It's very accurate. It's very accurate. But it is like a hot pocket outer shell <laughs> with beef and cabbage and you can get different there's different varieties there's them? like a philly i love them you so, don't no i no. hate them i hate, I hate them. them i Hates think they're them. disgusting yeah. i don't so understand. but you, you probably don't like cabbage i just don't like any of it i would never <laughs> i would never be like oh i want a runza and i everyone goes to the game and they're like Oh, I gotta get my game day runza, and I just am not on board. They are better at the stadium, though. I will say that one hundred percent. Have I you had a runza ask, at the stadium? I literally asked Kyle, my roommate is the equipment manager. Uh-huh. Are they better at the stadium? Because people say that about vowels. Uh huh. I get vowels at the stadium. That's my thing. And he said no. Huh. He, Kyle's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You're wrong. To say about that. You're wrong. Well, we brought you a veggie. Oh, yay! A Sweet. Okay, here we go. Hot pocket <laughs> to try. Okay. A veggie runs All right. hot pocket. Drum One roll. bite. Everyone knows yeah. the rules. Oh, that's not what I thought the bread was going to look like. Yeah. Okay. And I've never had a veggie one, so I mean, I assume they're pretty much probably similar. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I expected, but. I think it's good. It's like a, it's kind of tastes like a, what you would have in a burrito in a hot dog bun. Yeah. Like a hot yeah. pocket. Yeah. So, and I think that is the veggie one, I think is like a Southwest bean like. Yeah. Pretty situation. solid. I like it. What's your grade out of five? Um, so out of five, honestly, you'd be better with a tortilla, is my thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's solid. I mean, maybe it, a three? Okay. okay. Would you ever be like, oh, I'm going to go get this veggie runza? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I feel bad. Like, no, you can try. I trash it all the time. is a Nebraska <laughs> yeah. staple. It, yes, it is. It truly it is. is. But I'm new always, here. You, yeah. You've been around. I still got to tread lightly around here. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Come to the dark side with me. <laughs> yeah. People do give you a hard time, though. I stand in my say, ground. Yep. Firmly. You say anything negative yes. about Renza, they do come for you. You especially. Well, but. I have to. That's. I think I, it's that's awesome what, what Renza did with the student athletes, the yeah. NIL that deal, and cool. so that's where I'm like, I will support this business because it is so important. As I keep chewing, it is so important what they did, and mm-hmm. and you know everybody had a, a deal with Renza. You know yeah. when that deal launched and it was huge, it got a lot of national attention. I think it's awesome. I think you know they they are huge supporters of Nebraska athletics, so that's yep. where it's like. Yep. You know, I'm sure I can find something there. They do that have I like. very good French fries. Yeah, the chicken fingers, very good French fries. I'm very on board good with that. Yeah, Any, all of the fried stuff. So and I'm like sure them. the runza. I mean, you you don't like it, but like, <laughs> it's probably not meant to be a vegetarian. Yeah, I so. don't think it is. The bean situation. <laughs> I, I don't know. But you can say that you had a runza. Here on the Poppin' Kernels podcast with my t-shirt, my my shirt, and wow. We're bonded for the rest of our lives now. I had a runza with you guys. And that brings us to our confessions. Um, Megan's going to start. She has a good confession. I am going to start. And I don't know how much my family is going to hear this and be like, oh, Megan, why did you tell anyone this story? (laughs) I don't even know this story. So last week well last episode that we put out 
Kylie's confession was that she almost hit Bo Pelini. I heard that. Car. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Whoopsie. And it was Bo's fault. It was Bo's, it was Bo's fault. fault. Well, I'm going to tell something that was my fault. Um, kind of. <laughs> so when I was in college, I had to get new tires put on my car. So I dropped it off, borrowed my stepdad's truck, drove it to school, park. I go in. I come out of class and I watch this truck, this huge Dodge truck, just smoke this car in the parking lot. And I'm like, (gasps) and I watch him drive away. And I'm like, oh, no, you're not. (laughs) So I and I saw his license plate. Like I watch him drive off. He kind of like parks and stops, waits. I'm like, he's really not coming back. I write down his license plate. Then. For whatever reason, and I don't know why I can't explain this. I don't know. I can't go back in time. I also write down my stepdad's license plate. Because I'm like, maybe they'll want to know what I was driving. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I go inside and I ask. I'm like, I just witnessed this. Do you have cameras at the school? They're like, yep, absolutely. Um, you know, the police department will contact us. Just leave them your information and let them know. You know, if you got the license plate number, leave that. I'm like, okay, cool. So I write a little note, get my notebook out, and I'm like, this is who hit your car. Oh, no. And I leave the note on their car. And the police show up at my parents' house. Oh, no. A few days later, and they're like, it doesn't really look like your truck hit anyone's car. So I don't know why, but I reported myself for a hit and run that I didn't commit. (laughs) Um, Like I said, I can't go back. I don't know what I was thinking, but my mom said, you know, I think I know who you want to talk to. So she had him call me and I told her, well, here's the right license plate number. So you still had the right license. Yes. Okay, that's good. So they call me, they ask me, okay, what happened here? So I'm on the phone with the police and she's like, well, let me run it through. I'll see if it matches. We have the camera footage. Like, you're good. So she tells me, yep, okay, that matches. Let me get some more information from you. I tell her my address. She's like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got it. That's Did they get the guy? They got the guy. That's good. So. You're a good Samaritan. You were just yeah. trying, I to, be was a trying good to be Samaritan. helpful, but I was an it's idiot. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> My confession, she doesn't know this either. Last weekend, I was at the game. Like I said, it was a uh, out of body experience being a Husker fan and seeing all these losses. Me and my dad have season tickets, so for so long when I was working for ESPN, I couldn't be a fan. So now I feel like I'm just like the super fan when I go there. And the game was great, and then we get to halftime, and my friends are going to leave me, and I was just like, they wanted to beat traffic, and for some reason, I went down, and I bought a Runza, (laughs) and I ate a Runza, (laughs) because I was just having this experience, and I was like, all the people around me were eating Runzas, and I was like, I want to be, like, for the brand, (laughs) like, I want to be, like, I'm going to the stadium, and I'm getting a Runza. Yeah, so I got a runza. I didn't eat the whole thing because I do think it is disgusting. And I was like, why am I doing this? But I paid for a runza at the stadium, which is breaking news for the podcast. I love that you felt so caught up in the Nebraska Yeah, that's amazing. You just had, you're like, I just need a runza. So are you going to get another one this weekend? Absolutely not. <laughs> Val's Pizza. I was trying to think of a good story. Um, the What I thought of was like, I mean, I am do not watch movies like it's almost kind of like embarrassing same 
if you people say movie quotes and I'm like, huh, yeah, yeah, I'm the same exact. <laughs> okay, way. okay, oh, yes. we all have that in yes. common too. I mean, if on the top fifty movies of all times, I would be, I would take the under that I've seen ten or yep, eight of same. them. Same. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay, well then that's not good. I guess no, it is good. <laughs> the it other is thing, something juicy. Well, I was, I one thing that probably Husker fans don't know about me, and it might not translate to the podcast, but I can be a little bit of a ventriloquist. I can throw oh. my voice. I'll do it. Yeah. Daddy, daddy, oh. I said it was positive. I can't get out. Oh my that's God. awesome. <laughs> what? I'm like mind blown right now. I love it. She went for it. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> that's kind of mine. Hidden talent, I yeah. guess. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't have a People are going to be like listening that. to it and be like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we do need video. Like, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. We're excited for you this weekend. Yeah. And tell everyone where they can listen, where they can watch, follow. So, uh, Facebook Live, uh, Jeremiah and I will be, um, I think, about 90 minutes out. So, I think what's the official kickoff time, I think, is 640 maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we'll be straight up 5 o'clock. Um, and I think we're going to start it. We're going to try to start it at the bus. And then we'll move inside uh, the stadium. And um, so, yeah, that's 90 minutes out. And then we'll have the podcast coming up. Hopefully, we'll drop tomorrow as soon as we get it taped uh, on Huskers Radio Network. where all those platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Huskers.com, the app, all of that. So okay. um, wherever you listen to the Huskers Radio Network, we will have all of that there. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, Hopefully thank you, you so much. Put in a good word for the girls with yeah. the boy. I bet you could just go up there and be like, "Yo, yeah, yeah. they'll know well, who We're you gonna are. try. Yeah, yeah, we're trying, but um, we appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks Hot for having kernels. me. Yeah, Jessica Cody. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me.